As you get healthier and work on you, here's the good news. You'll be able to discern the good from the bad picks more easily and without being paranoid. Again, gentlemen, you're providers and you're able to rebuild anything. That is your nature. You got to get rid of this fear that this woman, some woman's going to come and take something from you that you cannot get back so you can be less paranoid. Okay, that's taking you out of your masculine energy. And then you get these masculine women and you wonder why. Well, she's just filling in the gap for you. Hey y'all, welcome back to Boundaries and Grace. I'm your host. My name is Taylor Chandler. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and I help people break negative love cycles. This episode is Men Without Fathers. It's part one of two. There's a couple of things I want to point out before we get started. First, I know that these things are triggering for plenty of people, men and women. Okay, um, I talk directly to both most of my work in this episode most of my work if you've been on the podcast or on the page I am very conscious of making it genderless because these issues are genderless problems in general okay now this particular episode uh, and I also think this kind of goes the same for this single mother effect that was in season four um, gets really gendered Okay, and so hopefully through the episode, you can understand why that is, why this is such a gendered issue, although both genders um, experience the effects of single fa- of rather father, absent fathers physically or emotionally and absent mothers like we talked about in season four, um, which is usually an emotional absence. So I wanted to point that out. Um, this is a very nuanced sort of thing. So. Uh, I tried my best to make it make sense in general. Okay, so of course there are exceptions to every rule, but it's important that we don't always rely on the exceptions that we see what's going on with um, the masses, with the mass, the majority, or the average. Uh, It's important to point out. So there's that. Um, The other thing I want to point out is that... um, I'm going to talk about the emotional aspects of this issue on part two. What you're going to hear in this first part, much more practical issues rather than the emotional side, much more functional rather than emotional um, and more references to masculine energy rather than feminine or emotional energy. Although we both have we all have both. Um, So these things are important to know before getting started. I don't want anything to be taken out of context, but do what you're going to do and uh, (laughs) I'll see you soon all right so this episode is called men without fathers um a disclaimer this is not meant for children in the sense that if you're listening to this and you have a son and you are a single parent this episode is not meant for you to diagnose your son with any sort of mental health crisis okay and I want to be clear about that and just put that out there because when the single mother effect came out in season four moms were stressed out because I'm not I'm just I'm in general (laughs) it happened it was just not in general it was like it happened where I got some got some moms that were kind of stressed about their children and I can understand like where it comes from But um, that's an individual, one-on-one type of concern to address. Um, And so, again, this is not meant, this is men without fathers, not meant to diagnose your son who is a child. 
Okay, just to be clear. We're talking about three major effects of this problem and what men can do about it. Women that listen to this, uh, your job here uh, is more understanding. Okay, so I want you to do less here and understand more. So this is geared towards men, um, talking to men. And men, if you find this helpful, please share it with another person that might also find it helpful because this kind of thing needs to be brought to the surface. All right, let's get into it. We're talking about the statistics first, and then we're going to talk about the three major effects um, and then what you can do about it. So some of the statistics here, okay, uh, America has the highest rate of single-parent households America has the highest rate of single-parent households. Um, that's Pew from Pew Research, which looked at 130 countries and territories. America has the highest rate of single-parent households. Okay, 23 to 30% of America's families, um, of 23 to 30% of America's families with children, so that means under the age of 18, are raised in a single-parent household. So we're going to call it 25% for the sake of the conversation. Um, around the world, the rate is 7%. 23 to 30%, we're calling it 25. 25% of America's families with children under the age of 18 are raised in a single parent household. Around the world, the average is 7%. So we're way above that. It's even worse in black families. White and Hispanic children reflect the overall percentage in the country, so they're at about 25% of children, so under 18, raised in single-parent households. But in black families, that percentage goes up to 65 to 70%. 65 to 70% of black children are raised in single-parent households. So I like the uh, I like the metaphor of a house on fire and where does the fire department go, okay? You guys might have heard this, like, when Black Lives Matter was going on, right? And then there was like, Black Lives Matter, well, all lives matter. And it's not that people were saying that all lives do not matter, but when there is a house on fire, the fire department doesn't spray every house. They go to the house on fire. And comparatively, Black families are way above the average for single-parent households. So it's not that single-parent households are okay wherever or where like like you know it's not a great thing regardless like the outcomes for children um are in trend in general negative outcomes considering things like behavior in school graduation rates mental health diagnoses, things like ADHD, oppositional defiance, defiant disorder, and then what happens in the relationships after. So in general, there's some negative outcomes. In other words, it doesn't, it doesn't tend to be a more positive life for people coming from single-parent households in general. Obviously, there's outliers to everything, right? And for the record, I lived it. My parents were married and then they got divorced when I was about nine years old. Okay. So, um, again, there, so in general, there are negative outcomes. And then, you know, that's if there's other variables, like for example, poverty and most, so, okay. Yeah. So, um, most black families raised in single mother households, the mother, the so then the family is at or below the poverty line. 
And that affects the outcomes for children, okay? So, again, it's not that single-parent households are like, oh, well, because it's a white family, it's okay there. No. In general, the trend is more negative outcomes than positive outcomes. But in black families, it is exasperated not only because of the number itself, so 65 to 70% compared to 25% in white and Hispanic, uh, white and Hispanic percentage of children living in single parent households where black families are 65 to 70%. But then those other factors like poverty, for example, affect black families more than others. So things like that make the problem bigger. That's why we're talking about it. It's a problem. All right. So um, only 4% of single parent households, regardless of race, are headed by the father. Uh, overwhelmingly, Overwhelmingly single parent households are led by the mother. Uh, yeah, all children raised in single parent households are affected, but we're going to focus specifically on men without fathers today who were once boys without fathers. Uh, why? Cause it's men's week and, uh, this deserves to be highlighted. We did the single mother effect in season four. It's men's week. We're doing men without fathers. So, um, the first, now what I'm going to do is tell you what we're going to do next, which is talk about these three major effects. Number one, the order of the house is in chaos. Number two, there's a lack of consistency and stability within the men. Number three, distorted relationship with women. Does every man have this problem that grows up without a father? No. But we're talking about, in general, the trend in the majority. Okay? So as, you're go- as we're going through this episode, the goal is not for you to pick out outliers and say but what about uh what about this one who hadn't who who went out and became a millionaire okay because what that tends to do my black people especially because y'all are the main ones Mm -hmm. y'all us okay whatever uh the main ones that want to point to an outlier and what that does is it's you know i understand that what you're trying to do is protect yourself from being judged, but it really takes away from for for like resources that could be uh, used to to help this problem along. So we need to stop avoid like acting like this isn't true for most people, okay? Um, and we need to stop denying that it is likely because of the majority and probability likely true for you if you grew up in a household without a father. So, um, yeah, this is, I have to have so many disclaimers with this thing because it's so, there's just so, it's just so touchy and we just tend to try to deflect and deny instead of saying like, Oh, maybe that is me. Maybe I do have some inconsistencies and chaos in my life. And maybe, maybe that does have something to do with the lack of my father, even though you've been resilient and you've been achieving and you've been in therapy and doing these things. Uh, I used this example the other day when I did that, when I did this, um, the speaking engagement over the weekend, I used this example of this scar that I have on my arm. Where is it? I mean, it'll go away, but can y'all see it on the live? So I have this, like this scar. It actually looks better than it did, but then on my other arm, it doesn't look like that. Right. And these two arms, if I didn't pull up my sleeves would look, would would appear to be the same. They function the same. I can pick things up with them. There's no effect when I work out. It's the exact same functionally okay 
but this is scar tissue. And although, so let me let me break that metaphor further down for us. Although you can function, gentlemen, with this void, this scar tissue over the wound, doesn't mean that there isn't a wound. Okay, just because you can go to work and just because you can you can get your paycheck and because you can enter into a relationship and because you can have sex or because you can father you can you're a father to a child or whatever doesn't mean there's not a wound there that deserves to be dealt with. So um yeah. So the goal is not to to remove yourself from these kinds of effects. Um I'm hoping that this actually makes it more possible for people to identify the things that are likely, again, because of probability alone, likely happening with you. So let's get into these three effects. Um, and then at the end of this, I'm going to give you two things that you can, two things for my guys, my gentlemen to begin working on now. All right. So the first thing, the order of the house is in chaos, order of the house in chaos. So uh, this is I've been I've been saying this a lot lately. Uh, There is a there is a natural order, which I think is a triggering phrase in itself, a natural order to things. We are natural beings. Okay, just because we have the highest level of consciousness that you know about, because octopuses are pretty up there. I don't know if y'all know about octopus, but uh, they got a pretty high level of consciousness. Anyway, uh, so even, even though human beings have the highest level of consciousness that we are aware of, doesn't, doesn't uh, remove us from the natural world. And just like anything else in the natural world, there's a natural order to things. Just like the seasons go, humans go. Okay, just like the seasons go, humans go. We have cycles, right? We have we're, we're we're a part of the natural world, just like anything else. We just have a consciousness about it, and that makes that's what makes us different. So, why is that important? Well, in a in a natural order, in in so nature, in a natural order, uh, there cannot be. So, this is again about the order of the house being in chaos. If we're talking about the natural order. Um, there's one leader. There's one leader in nature. You do not find uh, any other species where there are two leaders of the pack. Okay, there. You even okay. Take yourself out of the natural world if it feels a little too woo woo for you. Go talk. What about business? You know, y'all. You know, there's not two CEOs. You know there's you know there's not. Okay? You don't have to be a businessman. You don't have to have an MBA to understand that. You know there's one. Okay? In the natural order of things and natural structures of organizations including the organization of for example animals, wolves, lions, whatever. Um, there is a leader. I actually did some research. This was a while ago. I did some research on the um on this, on an animal, I wanted to know if what, where is the outlier? Because again, I said at the beginning, they're outliers to everything. I wanted to know where is the outlier? Where is there an animal group? Where is there a species where the leader is a woman? It's an animal, so a female. Uh, and it was hyenas. Hyenas. Uh, and I'm not going to get into what what happens when hy- like how hyenas move. It's disturbing. 
it's really really strange like i want you to google it <laughs> google it i'm just saying it's, it's it's interesting to notice that in in most animal in in almost every single species the male of the species is the leader okay we're talking about natural order so and this again this is where it gets kind of touchy especially in this time of the boss babes okay and the all girl boss time um, so I know this is touchy and that's why I have to go. I move so slowly through this because, um, I'm getting more comfortable with, with these, with talking about these things in like a group format and on lives and stuff. It comes up all the time in my one-on-ones, but, um, I go slowly through it as well because I know it's touchy and I know it's uncomfortable and I know that it is in large, it's largely like against what a lot of people, especially women consume like on social media on I don't know Netflix and stuff so we're talking about natural order there's there's a there's a leader of every structure if you don't like natural order I want you to think about organizations and business there's one CEO okay there are not two pack leaders there is one and okay here we go if men if there's gonna be one that's gotta be you well doesn't gotta be should be you and women who hear this I want you to understand how this serves you I want you to understand how this serves you. And before I even tell you how it serves you, I want you to think about think about Taylor for a second. Okay, if you've been on the, think about Taylor. There is no I do a lot. Okay. I do a lot. I would never, honestly, never like the idea of of me like minimizing a woman or something or like making it making trying to get her to feel small is just it's so beyond what is actually happening that if, if you're taking it like that, you just got to look at yourself because it's totally unlike, it's totally unlike me. Um, you said whales move in pods and are a matriarch. Okay. Tell me more. Aries cat. Whales move in pods and are a matriarch. I know it's hyenas, but how's it going for the whales? I wonder, I really wonder how is it, how is it going for the whales? I'm curious. I'm, I'm not even being sarcastic. I mean, I'm, I'm curious. I want to know, like, I mean, I know about the hyenas. Whales are a matriarch. Okay. Um, so, uh, women, how does this serve you? Okay. Most of you imagine at some point, like, not working. Okay. For, like, when you have kids or something. Most of you complain about burnout and fatigue. Most of you complain, out, complain about burnout and fatigue. Uh, talked about this, I think, and I don't know, in the single mother effect or something. Um, and you know, it's been coming up a lot. Women aren't like literally like you're not naturally made to work like a man, like like biologically speaking. This isn't about competence. This is about like natural flow. Okay, women aren't naturally designed to work like a man, like nine to five in that like steady flow where men actually thrive in that kind of structure and think about the corporate structure itself was made for men. Women weren't even allowed to be out working like that. The corporate structure, industrial revolution, agricultural revolution, men, men, like it was made for men and designed in a way that men work. And so it should be no surprise that women get more fatigued and burned out when they work like men, okay? So I'm just bringing this back to how this serves women to not try to be 
everything and the leader in every way in the relationship, okay? Another thing about this women, or I say that men should be, if there's going to be a, if there's going to be a leader, if it should be, it should be the men, it should be the man. I know it's touchy. I know this is tough. I know we now someone someone wants to talk about whales being the matriarch, and this is when we start talking about outliers, right? This is what this is when we get away from the from the from the general point because we want to talk about the one species at all. I'm just saying, like I'm just saying that this is kind of like what ha- what we do when we hear something that's like against what you want to believe. It's like, well, well, what about like when people start talking about like Oprah and Stedman and they're like, well, Oprah makes a lot of money, but it's Oprah. How many Oprahs are there? One, right? There's one Oprah, one Oprah, one Stedman. How many Oprahs do you know? How many Oprahs and Stedmans do you know? And Stedman makes a lot of money. It's almost like when like age gap, like it gets it gets less significant as people get older. Like as people make like tons of money, like it gets like less significant as like a variable. You understand what I'm saying? So, okay. Is it, I said I wasn't going to be in the comments, and now I'm reading the comments. He said, can't make the exception the rule. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, we, if we can stop trying to make the exception the rule, I mean, we kind of, you, you kind of miss the principle. When you make exception the rule, you miss the principle. And life is like, 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 order and consistency is based off of principles, like unchanging natural principles, not exceptions and outliers. And when you focus on the exceptions and outliers, like, well, I could be an Oprah. You could be. But I like to point out the difference between probability and possibility. Anything is possible. But what's probable? And if you live your life based off of possibility, you're missing a lot. <laughs> okay. You're missing a lot. And you're right. We do like to. Okay, well, um, so, uh, okay, yeah, why does this serve women? So women, most, I hate, I hate to do this. I hate to do this. Most of you will not make as much money as a man over time. And even, honestly, if in a discreet moment, like in a day. Uh, this is tough to hear. But most most women will not make as much money as a man, especially over time. Okay, and most of you don't want to be in those fields anyway. You'd rather be like creative or just entrepreneurial. You want to create something and figure it out. Or you like aesthetics, like um, lashes and nails. And I don't say this to minimize. This is just this is just this is just the reality. And I I, I honestly hate to do, hate to be the bearer of. You could call it bad news, but um, it's just just true. Now again, we're talking about most. Okay. Now there, of course, there are outliers. I could. Um, of course okay but women you've got to maybe reflect on like well what kind of field am I in and am I capped okay am I capped do I even know how much I mean a lot of times okay I feel like I'm going to get away from the point (laughs) but 
okay, so if there should be a leader, if then, um, you know, thinking about, okay, what do you need to make a family run? What do you need to be consistent and stable and secure? Okay. Um, money does matter. Okay. Money does matter. And to act like it doesn't is doing yourself a disservice above anything else. It's doing yourself a disservice. And there are a lot of people that like to live in fantasy land and it's not going to work out very well in the end. And you should note that, that, that little part of the end in that sentence in the end, because a lot of people like to be like to think about what's happening now, but there's an end. Like there's a, there's a lot of time that happens between now and the end. And it would serve you to think about the end too. Okay. Present is great. And all this living in the moment. Awesome. But what about the in between and the end? And so when you're thinking about how do you, what you need over time, okay. Um, and you're in a field that is make, that isn't making a bunch of money or you don't even know how much you can make because it's all an idea. You just want to create it and see fine, fine. But, um, but, but then what's going to happen in the end or if it doesn't work out or how do you sustain your family? So these are just things that, that sometimes just get looked over. Okay. So that's why I say women, you actually benefit a lot when the guy, when the man is, is the one that's taking the responsibility and he is more biologically predispositioned, like a built-in motor to work in that way. Okay, where women naturally are not, biologically speaking. Okay, we don't even have to get. I like to stick to just the nature and biology part of it because then a lot of people like to take this kind of thing out of context, and and it's about like you want to make it about like competence, and someone's telling you you can't do something, and that's not what it is. I just want to stick to biology in this case. Okay, just want to stick to the. Uh, biology and what what the what nature has designed okay uh here's another reason oh gosh um women are also more inconsistent with feelings and i know this is hard to hear (laughs) women in general are more inconsistent with feelings and are more likely to be driven by emotions it's a natural predisposition it's not a bad thing it's a compliment in the world as a whole Okay, it's a compliment, not a hindrance. Okay, not I mean, in 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 and of itself, it's not a hindrance. Okay, but uh, could be <laughs> if it's mismanaged. Okay, but uh, women just are more naturally inconsistent. Think about your hormonal cycle. Okay, and guys, you should you should understand this as well. Okay, because I want this to give you more confidence in taking that position because a. Oh, I want to give you more confidence taking this position and why it is more naturally pre you're now more naturally pre pre predisposed is the word to be the the steady, stable, sturdy leader. Okay. Hormonal. Okay. It's a thing. Women's hormonal cycles go in a cycle of 28 days. Men have a hormonal cycle too. Do y'all know how long that a men, male, a man's hormonal cycle go like what's the what's the totality of their cycle anybody y'all know do you know this you know what a man's a man's hormonal cycle is, is what totality of time a woman's is about 28 days give or take about four days on either side right meaning that her period might be uh in 32 days or it might be in 24 days okay 
man's hormonal cycle, you have one too, but it's one day. It's 24 hours. Okay, it's 24 hours and it's much less dramatic naturally. This is not about, again, women not being able to control your emotions or being a problem or your emotions are a problem. That's not what it is. This is a natural truth and best to embrace it than to try to act like it's not real. This is just built into your body. So uh, this is a great part of you that the world needs. But in terms of leadership, like we're talking about family, leadership, relationship, there are few women. Oh, God, I knew this was going to be. Sometimes I look at my own notes and I'm like, oh, this is not going to go well. But at some point I just had to be like, eh, people just aren't going to like it. So uh, when it com- in terms of leadership, there are few women who do it really well. Uh-oh. There are few women that do lead leadership, leadership. Okay, look, look at me. I'm scared because I know how women be coming up. They don't like. They don't want me to talk. They don't want me to talk about this. I'm telling you, it's not good. Okay, but I'm, so shout out to the women who actually do are, are able to hear this because I I had to understand this as well. I really, really did. I really did. I didn't just. I didn't just. I mean, I really had to understand this and do a lot of work with it. Um. So women, you know, can want to be like bosses, for example, um, but don't necessarily, necessarily know the fundamentals of being a leader. So look, and if you want to be the outlier here, fine, great, I get it. (laughs) But I want you to think about your history of leadership. Okay, instead of just jumping to like, well, men shouldn't be leading or we should be 50 50 all the time. I want you to just think about your before just wanting to assume the position. Think about your history of leadership. Okay, do you have one? Do you have one? And you might like like me, you might be like that. Cool. But I'm just saying that sometimes like sometimes people want to jump into positions and don't actually have any like experience with it. And so instead of just sort of like denying that you're a good leader, like I'm not saying you are or are not. I'm just giving you a reflective point. Like look back on your history. Is there a history of leadership? Have you successfully led a team? Okay. Are you are you naturally the point person? And do you enjoy that? Okay. And those are the kinds of things that I think women should consider. Um with that 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 are determined to be the leader in the relationship or that find this kind of thing offensive. So anyway, uh, yeah, women, you don't have to be in charge of everything. Uh, that trust issue that I'm kind of that I've been sort of like getting at that trust issue that causes you to take on every role in a relationship or be the provider for everybody and do everything and do do the most. That 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 trust issue needs to be worked on in therapy. Okay, that needs to be worked on in therapy. But men, let's talk about why this is so difficult for women to do and why, where you might where you are dropping the ball. Okay, so let's let's just let's because I needed to give that to the women. Okay, because you know you know I need to just give this to the women. But men, this is where this is why this is hard for women to do this with you potentially. Okay. And again, we're talking about majority. Okay. Talking about majority, especially men, like the, the difficulties that men without fathers have when it comes to trying to be the leader in a relationship. So men, um, the woman has to know that you're able to protect and lead. She has to know that you are able, she needs assurances and confidence in your abilities. Okay. And I know that there are some people that would, that would say that a woman should be submissive regardless, or women should take, um, should take, uh, Ooh, God, what's another way to put this? Backseat is such a bad, it's just such a triggering word. It's not what I'm saying. How about, um, 
let's go back to let's go back to the natural order of things. Let's say there's king and queen, right? We all, I mean, the king just we don't get your feelings out of it for a second and just think about it. You know that the the king is like in if you had to draw the corporate structure and it was king, queen, and all the pawns, that king would go on t- on top. Okay, whatever. It's just what okay. Um, does the queen have power? Absolutely. It's a different kind of power and it's it's shared, but it is different. Okay. So um some people say that women should just kind of take that queen role regardless. And by that I really am saying like second leader. I feel like I'm still I feel like I'm I feel like that was a pandering comment. I feel like I just pandered there. Second leader. Ugh, I'm gonna go with it. Ugh. Uh. Uh, I think that's I think that uh, I think that saying that women should just kind of take that position not just because I think that simplifies this, uh, although it would be nice. It's not realistic. Um, just like I need women to live in reality. Like I just did that whole thing for like 20 minutes. Just like I need women to live in reality. Men, I need you to live in reality, too. And ideally, you can take into account you can take into account the media impact for example the effect of trauma the impact of not having a of her not having a father in the household or of her having a single mother okay or single father if, you know if she's a part of the four percent of american households led by single single fathers um so i ideally men you're able to take these things into account and not just expect that she should just listen to whatever you say or just come in just ready to just follow you wherever. I think that's I, I believe that's totally unrealistic. And that she needs assurances and confidence that you that you will that you can lead. So how do you do that? First, um, you can't worry about the women that you cannot influence, that are unwilling to be influenced, 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 changed. Okay? moved by you so gentlemen you cannot worry about the one as in stop dealing with the ones who you who are unwilling to be influenced okay that doesn't mean taken over it doesn't mean dominated it doesn't mean intimidated it means influence there is a two-way channel that happens in relate healthy relationship where both people are open to being influenced by the other i'm open to being changed by you i'm open to hearing you i'm open to change Changing my mind, okay. I can be assertive in my opinion and my thoughts, but I'm open to it changing. It's possible that you have a better idea than me, okay. That's being open-minded. You can be assertive. So, so I'm not saying that women should just be dominated, but influenced is good, okay. I don't know why people are so okay with being being influenced by influencers online, but not in your relationship, ladies. Come on. Um, we need to learn how to pick a mate before we even get to all of this. Absolutely not. I totally disagree. Why do you need to know how to pick a, you need to know how to pick a woman before you understand where your faults are. That's putting the cart before the horse. In my opinion, that's my opinion. I mean, but do it, do what you want. I don't know why all I spend time trying to figure out how to pick the right guy and what you're going to do with them. Mess it up. Pick the right woman. What you going to do with them? Do with her. Mess it up. You can't, you, people want, you want somebody to be with, and I'm not saying you, but I'm, let me just talk in general. People want someone to just be with them during all of this, like in between limbo time. Let me figure it out. Babe, come with me. What? That whole ride or die. You dying more than riding. Okay. So I know I, I don't, I don't agree that you should understand how to pick somebody before understanding yourself. 
that's just a that's just a point blank period for me. Um, all right, so um, how do you give her that assurance? Don't worry about the ones that aren't that don't want to be influenced. Someone's just going to dig their heels in the ground and won't change, even if you do any of this stuff perfectly. Um, but there are many women that are willing. So, gentlemen, you got to go in with good faith, okay, without assumptions or over general generalizations. If you keep finding the same stubbornness in women. You and I, or you and somebody, need to talk about how to attract a woman how, and how to be attracted to a woman who is more suitable. Who's more? Who's more suitable? Okay, because there are plenty of women who are ready to go, ready to do this thing with you. Um, so if you keep running into roadblocks, then you have to wonder: Is it in the picking and not in the picked? Is it in the picking? All right. So how do you give assurance? Men, this is your responsibility, your responsibility. You cannot expect a woman to just go along, to just hop on your train, okay, and just go on the road to where. So you got to be able to communicate vision, okay? Communicate vision. Communicate vision. Communicate vision. First, you. What do you do now and what will you be doing in 10 years? Can you answer the question? What will you do now? What are you doing now? What are you going to be doing in 10 years? Gentlemen, if you're offended by a question like that, whether it's when you hear it from me or when, you, or when a woman asks you that kind of thing, my concern is your confidence in yourself and how much you respect your own work ethic. This question should be more energizing rather than uh, offensive. Okay, you should be able to articulate what you're doing now and where you're going because no healthy, sane lady should hop on that train with you if you can't articulate where are you and where are we going on this train. A lot of men lack the ability, guys, this is about you, right? Lack the ability to effectively articulate, communicate. You might know in your head, but you've got to, and maybe you don't. Okay, which is a different issue, but you've got to know how to get what's in your head and this blueprint you got going on out of your mouth okay you got to be able to communicate vision the question of what you're doing and where are you going should energize you not make you feel offended it's not minimizing you to a wallet or a dollar it's a legitimate question and here's the thing just like i said to the woman because we spent that time earlier you don't get offended when when like a job interviewer asks you, where have you been doing all of this time? Okay. Or where do you want to be in this company in five years? You don't get offended and walk out the interview. So just like I said to the women a minute ago, like the influencing thing, it's about so 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 just get to the point. It's the fact that you don't like it. For example, when a woman says that to you because you feel like you're going to be used. It's but it's a legitimate question. What are you doing and where are you going? If you can't articulate it, my concern is how confident you are in what you've got going on and if you have respect for your own work ethic. Fair question. Do you have a feeling and a plan of high probability that you're going to get there? You have a feeling and a plan of high probability that you're going to get there. If not, how is she supposed to trust you? You got to get your confidence, your goals, and your strategy for achieving it together. This lady that you that you got in mind is not there to plug your next, like, get rich idea. There's a difference between a woman inspiring you to get more, be more. There's a difference between that and being inspired to get to the baseline, the baseline, okay, to rely on a woman to inspire you to get to the 
baseline standard that you should be able to articulate as a person, but then as a man, if you, especially if you want to be a man in, in the leader position in the relationship, um, gotta be able to talk about this stuff. Just taking a little bit of a breather here. Okay. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. So hang tight. Just want to take the opportunity to remind everyone that this is focused on the energetically masculine aspect of this problem. Okay, um, functionality, practicality, that kind of thing, um, work, money, that kind of ma- energetically masculine rather than the energetically feminine when we're talking about things like empathy, emotional, emotional intelligence, um, intimacy, that sort of thing. Um, I'm pointing that out because men who are seeking to have a more conscious, healthy, sustainable relationship need those things as well. I'm just not covering it all in one. So we're going to get that other stuff in a part two. So uh, make sure that you have subscribed and turn on your notifications so they don't miss it. Right. Okay. Well, let's get back to it. I'll see you at the end. Um, You got to be able to get to that baseline yourself, yourself. You should be able to get to the standard on your own. So there's a difference between a woman inspiring you to get, be more, get more, whatever, and just inspiring you to get off the couch and go, go ask for the promotion. Right. There's a difference. Well, not the promotions. I would say that that actually, if I'm going to go with my metaphor, that's going above, right? Get off the couch and get a job that you respect. How about that? Standard. Get to the baseline on your own. Um, and you've got to be able to communicate this vision to her. Communic- and it, so you got to be able to communicate the vision to her and you need to be able to communicate her role in it. So what does she do for you in this grand plan? Where does she fit? Where does she fit? Said women ask that and I've already... And you have already been more successful than them for several years. But listen, so this is a perfect comment. This is a perfect comment because this is why I have to do this shit. This is why I have to do this shit. Because he said, women ask that. So where are you? What do you want to do? And he said, and you've already been more successful than them for several years. It's defensive. It's defensive. It's defensive. It's defensive for literally no reason. It's defensive. So you just we if we're agreeing that it's a fair question and then when it's asked it's like well I was doing better than you anyway so what so what business do you have asking me what and that's the kind of energy that's going on between men and women especially in the black community that's a problem it's who are you what's the what's wrong with somebody asking you what you got I think that's a problem I think that's defensive and I don't see how that's helpful. Even if you are, you have been more successful than her for several years. If you are making double the amount of money to give, to bring that energy into like, well, I'm doing better than you. So what, 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 I don't need to answer to you. What? That's not very gentleman-like. Now I can also say, but we're not talking about the one we're talking about men, but just because you're bringing this up. Yes. Does the, does the tone, when the question is asked, is there a tone? Maybe, but I think that that's kind of do, I think that that's kind of undercutting women here. I think a lot of times women ask that question and I'm not going to assume the tone that she's coming with. I'm just going to, I'm worrying about the men here, the men answer the question, answer the question. Let me see. It's really a fair question. When, who are you is valid if the person is trying to get to know you. Big Henry said, when a man asks a woman the same question back, it's met with defense. I'm not talking about the This is why we get in this kind of thing. This is why we get in this. I'll do a whole week on women. And trust me, if you've been, if you've been following any of my stuff, I get in women's asses. Okay. 
take care of it. Trust me, I know. I understand that there that I get it. I'm not even going to go down that road because that's not what this is about. I hear you. I don't even think you're wrong. I don't even think that you're wrong. That when a man asks the woman the same question back, it's met with offense. Sure, we got to save that. We're talking about men, 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 just men. But I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it's invalid. And I'm also not saying I won't address it because I totally agree. We got issues on both sides. But if I talk about everybody's problem today, we'll literally be here till midnight. And I can't do that today. Um, hung up on the tit for tat. I mean, yeah, Jim, I mean, exact. hung up on the tit for tat. Okay, we got to stop. Lower the defenses. Lower the defenses. Lower the defenses. If we go, if you're going into it like, well, you're asking me because you're trying to, like you said, employers ask me that question, and you're like, well, you know, I'm more than a wallet. I mean, geez, like this is why we have problems, gentlemen. But I'm glad that we're we can just put. We're just, I mean, we need to talk about it because this is this is real. This is literally live. How this stuff. How this stuff. Uh, how this stuff plays out. Big Henry said, I came in later, so maybe I'm missing the point. I'm talking about men without fathers. I'm talking about wh wh why this stuff, like what kind of effects this has on men and how men and women are missing each other. But I'm just focusing on how what men can do to help to reduce this gap. Okay. But women got a whole bunch of problems too. They got a whole bunch of problems. All right. Um, so let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. So be able to communicate to her her role. So what does she do for you in this grand plan? Where does she fit? Women, you can't be offended by this. See, look, if y'all would just let me just read, if y'all would just let me read the notes, this is why I wasn't going to be in the comments, but I think it's good too. All right. So women, you can't be offended by this. Why don't you want to be told what to do? Is that what y'all you want to hear? Why, why don't you want to be told what to do? Ladies, again, so a, a man that has a, that is, that has a vision and knows what, knows where knows where he's going and knows where you fit is a stabilizer. It's not an oppressor. He's a, that's a stabilizing force, not an oppressive force. So what I'm about to say, like I've been saying, it's probably going to feel triggering, but I want you to breathe through it. Okay, and rewind this if you need to. Some of you women, so let's zoom out of the men for a second, women. Some of you have never been coached on a team, never been coached, okay, or never had a man give you instructions, right? Men without fathers, women without fathers have effects too. It's a different show, okay, different episode. Um, women, some of you have never been coached or had a man give you instructions, so it can be difficult to hear direction. Some of you are consuming so much Instagram and YouTube about rejecting male influence. Y'all like that one? It's true. So I know, I know what's going on. Okay. So, so some women, okay. Some women are consuming so much Instagram and YouTube about rejecting male influence. This is a huge flag, gentlemen, of an unsuitable partner, huge flag, huge flag. But again, if we're talking about, you have to be able to communicate it. Right. But women, if you're unable to be influenced or you're consuming all this content about rejecting male influence and all that stuff, huge red flag. What business does a man have partnering with you when you have so many walls up and you you are you find you you make it impossible to be interdependent? OK, you women, you're not necessarily equal partners on all fronts. You have to be willing to be influenced by him. If you if you're following the natural order, his leadership is primary. It's just I mean, it's just this is what it is. Now, again, now people are going to say this is, happens all the time when I bring this up. It happens all the time when I when I talked about it the other on the, over the weekends. This gets brought up. Well, my partner. Well, what about what about my relationship In my relationship? Well, I want to do this in my relationship. I want to do that. If it's working for you. OK, but I would I mean, I have questions. 
That's all I'm going to say. I have questions. And I don't know why the black community is so set on doing things so subjectively. Like, what's wrong with some order? I mean, look at look at the community as a whole. Like, the fact that so many people reject, like, order and just being told, like, hey, this is what works. Do this. Here's a blueprint. And people are like, well, I want to do it my way. Well, look at the results. Look at the results. In general, it's not working out. And people are so set on being like an outlier, great positive outlier experience. And probability, guys, not possibility, probability. There's nothing wrong with the blueprint order. And honestly, just being kind of told what works best. And if we're going to keep it in this context, two-parent households, for example, work best. So stop trying to make a single-parent household work better because you you just want to avoid shame or you want to avoid reality. Like, cut it out. Cut it out. Shit is annoying. <laughs> oh, oh, I need to edit that out my podcast. All right. Um, Okay, so women, okay, I know this sounds triggering, and if, the, if that's you, if it feels defensive, you should use the free call in my bio or in the show notes on the, uh, on the, on the podcast um, so we can talk about how you can get back in touch with your core nature because all of the defensiveness is draining you and keeping you from suitable, healthy, and confident partners. For those women that, that catch this in the replay or hear it in the podcast and you feel defensive right now or you feel like you want to you wanna block me or something because I'm talking about this like I mean you really should consider I'm not you don't have to think that I'm right but it shouldn't create it it, just because an idea is different doesn't shouldn't create like a a, a, like a you want to fight about it you know what I mean and there's a difference between being like oh I don't agree with that and I want to literally revolt against it that's trauma that's not a normal response to a different idea and for, for some for a lot of women that'll listen to this you're going to hear a different idea. And I want you to think about other times where you hear a different idea and you just go, go right by it. But why is it that when we talk about natural order of relationships and men being in primary leadership positions, why does it cause these feelings for some women and a lot, plenty of them, especially now this feeling of like repulsion. That's a, that's a, that's really something you should look at. Something you should look at. So, um, yep. All in all women, you got to learn how to, you got to learn how to follow the game plan or it would really suit you. Okay, and your natural uh, predisposition. Uh, most men weren't shown how to communicate uh, how to communicate vision, for example. Okay, or where a woman's role is. Okay, especially if you grew up without the physical or emotional presence of a father. Right. So, guys, that's why I need you to up your communication skills, assertiveness, and confidence. And we can do that. We can work on that. That's a, those are skills that can be developed. It's not a natural born trait. Okay, so you can develop those things. All right, here's another, here's another big effect, all right? Another big effect um, of men without fathers lacks consistency and stability. This is what really irritates women, gentlemen. This really, really irritates women when you lack consistency and stability. I mean, how many women do you hear your, or yourself or somewhere online talking about men being inconsistent? So, guys, what can and, 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 you know, without this male presence, without the modeling of what consistency and stability looks like, you're, you're, you're starting behind the line. I acknowledge that. Let's talk about a solution, okay? Because we can't not keep using whatever you were born into or came into in your childhood when your parents got divorced or your dad left or whatever as an excuse for not being consistent and stable okay and then it's still expecting to have a secure healthy relationship with a woman who's willing to uh quote unquote submit to the vision that you have so guys what can you do i want you to show through your action that you're in alignment with the plan that you talked about 
You've got to show through your action that you're in alignment with the plan. Inconsistent fathers who didn't do what they said that they would do make this difficult. Didn't have a plan, didn't lead the house, follow through is low. Action orientation is low. It leaves too many men passive. Boys, right? And then boys turn into boys turn into men. Um, and I'm not going to get into the whole who's a man and who's a boy. Men, chronologically speaking, okay? Back battery down. Okay, I thought you were talking about my battery. I was like, uh-oh. Um, so so it leaves so boys become passive they turn into men chronologically speaking not getting into that whole tit for tat who's a man who's a boy stop that cut that shit out how it sounds so it's ridiculous it's ridiculous just stop worry about what matters okay um it leaves too many men passive right you also men don't see the benefits of doing like you should have in natural order, the an entitlement of children, you should have had that, right? Which is naturally, and it's naturally in a man's energetic core, but it wasn't modeled. You don't get to see the benefits of doing, right? So I, and I, so you end up, you end up being so worried about being taken advantage of. Okay. And you likely aren't making that up. You likely had an experience where you were taken advantage of. Okay. I acknowledge that. And I'm not saying that you should be taken advantage of. Of course not. Okay. But I need you to deal with the heartbreak and the trauma of past incidents and relationships that left you feeling like you poured out and didn't get the same in return. It might be with your mother. It might be with your mother, gentlemen, okay? So I'm going to repeat this. I'm going to repeat it. So guys, I know you don't want to be taken advantage of. I'm also, I totally, 100% believe you should not be taken advantage of. And yet, we're in reality and happens, right? I need you to deal with the heartbreak and trauma of past incidents where you poured out and did not get the same in return, just like you don't want women bringing their old stuff and putting it on you, guys do the same thing. It's human nature. It's a genderless problem. It's a trauma response. Okay. So guys, I need you to deal with it. And again, it might be with your mother. I need you to curb the tendency to overgeneralize your experiences that now you've made to include all women because it is not all women. However, it may be all women that stand out to you or that you have personally been involved in a relationship with. You likely attracted, uh oh, you likely attracted and were attracted to those types because of unresolved attachment wounds, guys. Okay, so all of the fear of being taken advantage of, first of all, be honest about it, okay? It's not, it's not in a man's natural nature to be withholding and suspicious. That's a trauma response, gentlemen. I need you to deal with it. Likely comes from these unresolved attachment wounds and stop overgeneralizing to include all women. That's not the case. It might be all the women that you've dealt with and been in a relationship with, but you need to be specific. If you're going to do this, you got to be specific. Okay. It was all women when I was going through this. It was the women that were, uh, that didn't have anything going on and they, they, they were just taken from me. Be specific and stop all of this all women and all men stuff. All right. It's just setting you back. It's setting you back because now you're talking about what you believe and we act in the way that we believe. I need you to, def okay, and attachment wounds, what is that? Let me define it for you. But in, in short, it's, it was, it's connection that was supposed to happen, but it didn't. It didn't happen the way it, quote unquote, should have happened, okay? It leaves a void. It leaves you wanting. It leaves trust issues. It leaves resentment. It leaves blame. It leaves some guilt. It leaves um, 
heaviness, okay? It was voice of connection that was supposed to happen in a certain way. It was supposed to be healthy. It was supposed to be a two-way channel. It was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be nurturing, and it didn't happen like that. And those are attachment wounds. And our first wounds happen with our parents. And then the next with our romantic partners. All right, gentlemen, um, so we're still talking about consistency and stability. I need you to get out of the fear that she's going to take things from me, from you that you can't get back. Accept the reality that there are users and abusers out here. Accept the reality. It's not about accepting their treatment. It's a t- two different things. Accept the reality. There are users and abusers out here. And I'm going to get into the women's. I, I do it all the time, okay? But gentlemen, I'm just talking about you tonight. This week, the reality, there are users and abusers out here, and still you need to persevere. There is nothing she can take from you that you can't get back. You're a provider by nature. You're able to rebuild anything. You're a provider by nature. You're able to rebuild anything. So all of this, oh, I don't know. I uh, uh, I don't don't, want to spend money on dinner because she might just take that $30 and run with it. Like, you can't get it back. It's just ridiculous. And I'm not saying that, again, it's not that people should be doing this to you, but I am saying it's how you relate to it when it happens, right? Instead of taking it as like, oh my gosh, all women do this. I just want to be, I'm just getting used. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I, that, that sounds like I'm being sarcastic, facetious and minimizing it because that's not my um, ultimate impact, but you guys know what I'm saying, or rather my ultimate intention. Okay. You should not be getting taken advantage of, but you could be, that's a risk everybody has to take when you're out there trying to do what you got to do. It's a risk we all have to take or don't and just stay home, I guess. As you get healthier and work on you, here's the good news. You'll be able to discern the good from the bad picks more easily and without being paranoid. Again, gentlemen, you're providers and you're able to rebuild anything. That is your nature. You got to get rid of this fear that this woman, some woman's going to come and take something from you that you cannot get back. So you can be less paranoid. Okay, that's taking you out of your masculine energy. And then you get these masculine women and you wonder why. Well, she's just filling in the gap for you. All right. So, guys, you got to keep keep sticking to and doing the right thing. Okay, the people that are trying to take shortcuts. So the finessers or whatever, people that are trying to take shortcuts or use people end up with the shortest end of the stick. They don't even end up with a stick at the end of the day, even if you don't get to see their downfall, which you shouldn't necessarily want anyway. But instead, and so in, instead of wanting bad for others, focus on getting the best for you and the ones that you love. Okay, rather than being like, oh, I'm trying to, I want to get her back. I hope she, you know, gets hit. Oh, oh Lord, let me not even say anything. I hope whatever. Just just focus on getting the best thing for you. Stick to stick to having good character, good integrity. Do the right thing regardless. We talked about this other day, right? Regardless, regardless, regardless. Don't accept poor treatment. Don't accept poor treatment, but also don't lay down and die just because it exists out in the world. All right. Uh yeah. So what can you do to develop some consistency and stability, like in, in practical terms? You can start with a routine, health and relationships. Okay, let's just, start, let's just talk about those things in developing consistency. Um, health, exercise on a regular basis, four times a week is ideal, four to five times a week. Meditation, I meditate every single day. I recommend people meditating every single day. It doesn't need to be 30 minutes, mine are 10. It can be five minutes, okay? And eat right on a consistent basis. This helps to regulate your nervous system. If you're, a, if you're if, first of all, if you're black, secondly, if you're black coming from a single parent household, PTSD, well, we need a whole separate diagnosis for black people with PTSD because it's, it's just it's rampant okay so that's why I like this I like talking about regulating your nervous system because so many of us don't understand how traumas and attachment wounds in your childhood dysregulate your nervous system and that's why you're going out suspicious because you believe that there's a threat when there might not be one 
right? So fight or flight has been activated. We're worried. We're stressed. We think you're going to be taken advantage of. Your nervous system is all out of whack. So that's why I like routine, 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 and consistency. So guys, what can you do? Start with your health, exercise, meditation, eating right, okay? Helps to regulate your nervous system. Helps to give you a calm baseline, and relationships. Okay, how can you develop consistency and stability in your relationships? Follow through. Don't ghost. Be responsible and proactive. Okay, be responsible and proactive. You can't keep worrying about what she's doing and not doing. You've got to worry about what you got going on. Women will have their time. We'll talk about what they got to do. But guys, it's not your job to regulate the women that you're dating. Okay, when she's, she's not your wife. Okay, unless you plan on be she's your fiance, you plan on engage, you plan on getting engaged to this lady. Someone you're just going to know. You can't be so worried about what she is and is not doing. You've got to follow through. And gentlemen, you will be shocked how many women start to do this thing y'all call acting right. <laughs> Act like I don't say that too. You'll be shocked how many women start to do that when you are just focused on your part, following through, being proactive, being responsible, right, being consistent. You'll be shocked. So- Prize. But I think what, not I think, I know a lot, for a lot of guys, what happens is you get disheartened at the beginning, or you get worried that she's gonna, that she's gonna mess something up, that you actually pull out of your consistency too early, and then she pulls out, and then you get, you reinforce this idea that, well, all women do that. Well, were you resilient enough? Were you consistent enough? Were you persistent enough? Did you continue, did you just do it the right thing anyway? Or were you, you dropped out of your masculine, and then you start reacting to her inconsistent femininity gentlemen understand i'm not excusing women i'm talking about the natural predisposition of women women are naturally going to be more inconsistent than you it is natural it is hormonal it is a part of the flow of feminine energy okay water flow okay this is a natural part of women's nature so guys when you start reacting to her inconsistencies and i'm not saying that it's okay and especially depending on what type of inconsistencies but when you when your character your behaviors your your thing is reliant on her being a masculine sturdy steady force you're effing yourself from the jump because that's just not, it's just not predisposed predisposed to be that way so what i'm saying is when women you got to be responsible for your stuff too and i believe women Yes, I believe women should be consistent, responsible, all of these things, right? But I am saying that women are more likely to be inconsistent in their feelings or their behaviors or what they think or whatever, right? So guys, you've got to stay consistent, stay on your square, and you'll be surprised how stabilizing that is for women, and and then you get better results. You get better results. Argue with me if you want, but uh, try it. Try it and see. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so that's how you can kind of get um, some stability and consistency in relationships. Let's talk about this last thing, and then uh, and then we'll be ready to go. Cool. We're right at about an hour now. So resentful of women. This is an effect of men without fathers becoming resentful of women. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to talk about both because there are plenty of guys that will hear this and they'll be like, I love women. I adore women. I'm going to talk about that. So resentful of women. Uh, you might blame mom for dad not being there, which is uh, a normal uh and I don't say this lightly, it's a childlike logic, like, oh, dad's not here because of mom, okay? That's a childlike, that's a child's mind trying to make sense of a very adult situation. So it's no, it's no judgment on it, but the issue is that because there's a trauma and attachment wound, we go forward into adulthood, and we take that childlike mind and apply it and, and, and hang on to it in adulthood. We still, you still blaming mom for dad not being there. Okay, you've oversimplified a complex problem. And how helpful is it for you to blame and resent her for this anyway? Well, why does that matter? The way you feel about your mom largely affects how you're going to treat women. 
suspicious of mom, you're suspicious of women. That's just an example. So it can be difficult to integrate healthfully with women, okay? And here, here comes this other side of the coin with the resentment thing. It can be difficult to integrate healthfully with women. You may want to be over-dominant or over-submit. I'm saying this wrong. You may want to be overly dominant or overly submissive to women, which is normal because your single mother was likely out of her natural state, right? It's, it's a normal response is a better way to put it. If you grew up without a father, then that means you had a single mother or some other guardian, right? Um, your, your mother, it's more likely your mother than anything else, right? So your single mother was likely out of her natural state. If you didn't catch the single mom effect in season four, go back and listen to it. It'll make a lot of sense. Right? So you may want to be overly dominant or overly submissive because you don't you have a distorted relationship with women, with with feminine energy. Growing up with a single mother, many people don't get to experience what natural feminine energy is because mom wasn't able to relax into it. And so the children don't get to experience it and therefore don't learn when you we're supposed to learn how to relate to it and what your role is what your role is, okay? So you may try to be overly dominant because you want a voice, you want space. You, you, you end up possibly, if you want to talk about attachment styles, being avoidant physically or emotionally, okay? Like in sex or in conversations, in conflict, avoiding because you're trying to dominate the situation because you want to be in charge. You didn't have that, if you didn't have, and we're going to talk about the overly submissive one too because that's just as problematic, Okay, because you want to be in charge. You didn't see a healthy masculine figure. And so now you're creating one in your mind. And this is what people are talking about when they're talking about toxic masculinity. Or you might be overly submissive. These are my codependent fellas. Okay, you, you end up overdoing. Okay, for fear that someone's going to leave you. Overdoing for fear that someone's going to leave you. And I don't want to get all in your business. But you might want to think about what was going on with your mom. What did she have you do it all up in the house? Right. Or you might, you, you know, projecting, oh, my God, maybe dad wasn't doing that. Now I need to do the most in order to have a position in this lady's life, because if mom let go of dad, then I, that means I need to be bigger and better than dad. When, when most people haven't even gone back and, and got their dad's side of the story. Mm -mm -mm. So being codependent, overdoing it, fear that they will leave you, putting the woman on a pedestal, right? Becoming anxious in a relationship, feeling like I need to prove to her that I'm important because you didn't see this man being appreciated in the house as you should have. I mean, logical, right? Logical in like a bad way, but you know what I'm saying? All right, so you might end up being anxious. Either way it goes, right? We end up becoming, getting into this insecure attachment style either anxious in a relationship because you feel like you have to pine for this woman's attention, you feel clingy, you're overdoing it, or overly dominant, wanting so much space because you're afraid to integrate into feminine energy because you don't you don't know what it looks like. And you don't know what it feels like. Okay? So, um, all right. Well, those are the three things, guys. Uh, men, what can you do? I'm going to give you these, like, just, two, I mean, we talked a lot about a lot of things that men can do, but I'm going to give you these just short little, I mean, just keywords leadership and a sense of self leadership and a sense of self leadership books aren't going to help you aren't are, leader, okay look bod, podcast podcast books youtube that's for learning it's not for processing is it helpful absolutely but you have to process with a person human contact okay you got to get this stuff out you have to make sense of it in human form rather than just reading about it but guys in order for like 
you know, again, just a note. It's just a note because there's a lot of things you need to do, including going to therapy. But um, understanding what is what is what is leadership because a lot of men naturally want to be in that position, but are underdeveloped leaders. And with underdeveloped under de- mm, underdeveloped leaders, my women cannot trust the leadership when there is none present. So we have a two-way problem. I'll got to talk about the women on a different day. Okay, but just talking about what men can do. So leadership and sense of self, go to therapy, okay? I understand that men don't often feel heard in therapy. It's not an excuse to quit trying, all right? I get it. You can call me if you want. I can help connect you to some. If you don't want to work with me, I help connect you with someone that might be a better fit. Um, but do something. Do something. All right, well, I hope this was helpful. Uh, guys, um, men and women, if you, do, if you find that it is helpful and you think that a gentleman can um, benefit from it, please uh, share it. And this episode is going to be up on Thursday, Boundaries and Grace on Apple and Spotify. Um, I hope you all have a good night and uh, enjoy Men's Week. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review it. Um, rating it takes about a second reviewing it takes about 30 you could leave a sentence or two um, and I'd really appreciate it if you're feeling especially inclined to be generous if you're getting something from the show if you're taking something from the show then please give back and support with a cash app could be five dollars right it could be five dollars in the offering bucket cash app is dollar sign taychan t-a-y-c-h-a-n-d and it is below as well as with the link to the free consult link to website and to instagram um so thank y'all for being here and i look forward to seeing you for part two when we discuss the emotional impact of this issue men without fathers and how that relates to how it manifests in our attachments (laughs) have a great day